0: Welcome back to Grid, Iron, Gamble, the only podcast that puts its money where its mouth is. I'm your host, Rich Ryan, and I'm joined by my fellow members of the collective, the disciple, Brett Colson, Donnie, D.P. Peters, and the resident moose himself, Monawara. Yes, the Super Contest is over, but the Super Bowl is on the horizon, and we are here for one last pod for the season we had a two-week hiatus following the conference championship games where Mr. Burt Minotti himself, Brett holson, the only person to go, 2-0. Nice job, Brett.
1: Yeah, thank you. After I, I was a disaster the first two weeks, so kind of even things out there.
0: Yeah, the, the two most important games you got right. Everybody else uh, was split right down the middle at 1-1, one and one, so... Bert Minotti holding it down. So this is a fun Super Bowl pod. Uh, here's how the show is going to go. First thing we're going to do is give away our prizes. We're going to give away three books uh, and then the grand prize to um, those of you who correctly got at least one game right throughout the season. You've gotten one ticket. Some have multiple. Some have a, a plethora of which is incredible. After that, we're going to go through some Super Bowl props. I've told our hosts to prepare uh, for who they think is going to score first, uh, one under, one over, and then their favorite prop, any prop, um, and then the game itself. We'll talk about the game, who he thinks is going to win MVP, et cetera. If you guys have been following all season, I bet you kind of know uh, who's going to be picking who Based upon our previous transgressions. Uh, DP, Mo, how you guys doing? Mo, how is uh, Omaha treating you? I'm leaving. We're leaving Omaha. You're just done. You're leaving Omaha behind. Milwaukee today. We're driving to Milwaukee. There you go. Get some brews. Yeah.
2: Um, That sounds like a horrible existence. (laughs) From Omaha to Milwaukee.
3: What's wrong with driving from Omaha to Milwaukee?
2: I don't I don't those are two places I don't really ever want to go to. I mean, what Milwaukee's what?
0: 30 minutes from Omaha? Everything's 30 minutes from Omaha. <laughs> yeah,
2: so was so was LA. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh DP, what's up with you? Did you uh survive this rain we got out here in uh, California?
2: Rain is an understatement, dude. <laughs> It was it was a typhoon. It was insane. I obviously... But I survived it. It, uh, we make fun of
0: Angelinos a lot when it rains and they can't drive, but that was legit insane. It rained pretty much for a week straight. I was about to get some supplies together to build an ark, but the sun finally... And sh- they, they actually
2: can't drive in the rain. No, no, they it's can't.
0: Pathetic. If it's spitting, then it the 405 is a death pit. So you have to be very careful. Uh, but without further ado, let's get to some winners. Uh, thank you all for sending in your picks all season long to either at Gridiron Gamble on Twitter or Gridiron Gamble Podcast at gmail.com. Donnie's got some numbers of the top ticket earners. Who ha- Give me some of the uh, the guys who had the most
2: tickets, DP. So there was four people with double digits. Uh, M. Saroski had 11. J. O'Brien, two had 12. Piper got paid, had 13, and T-Park216 had 14, and was the clubhouse leader.
0: 14! 14 out of 20! 14,
2: 14 out of 20. That's that's quite amazing. Get
0: him on the squad. Who are we kicking
2: out? <laughs> uh, yeah. Kazback had five.
0: Legend! The legend himself. Degenerate dad. And uh, before we started recording, there was actually somebody... Who went pretty deep in the actual super contest that uh that attempted to get a ticket. Didn't get one, but uh shout out to the homie Jank Nation. We've got a very fun following of former winners as well. I've seen uh I've seen CH Ballers uh give us a like on Twitter, a little sneaky like. Rounding Again uh has interacted with us on Twitter. and Rounding again's a legend. Did he what did he win and then get third the next year? Is that right, D P?
2: He won two years ago and he was tied for third this last year. Legend.
0: Absolute legend of the game. So, shout He's out probably to. Probably cheating. <laughs> shout out to all of the uh, super contest folks that follow us and have had uh, hopefully as much fun as we have this season. All right. Does so, rounding before... again have players' numbers? <laughs> well, that's what he said, right? He said all he did was study injury reports. So, he might know some trainers uh, in the national football league that he's getting yeah some, he's gotta have players numbers <laughs> some inside information just one guy one guy doing it all uh, a legend uh so we are going to give out first three copies of good teams win great teams cover from our friend pat haggerty and then we're going to get to the grand prize so here are basically the three runners up Congratulations to at Laird Doman, at Piper Got Paid, and at JeffDrake88 on Twitter. You three gentlemen were randomly selected to win a copy of Good Teams Win. Great Teams cover. Congratulations. We will DM you for your information. And now for the grand prize winner who will receive, of course, a Cleveland Browns jersey. The, the Collective's favorite team. With Cade, is McDown. Cade still
2: on the Browns? Like I, as of right now?
0: I'm sure we could get some Chinese website to make us <laughs> whatever jersey we need. Uh, a gridiron gamble T-shirt, a watch from our good friends. What is the company that makes that watch? DP
2: One Face watches.
0: One Face and DP DP comes to work with a new watch every day. So he's well, you're rocking like a Casio now. Something old school, some real old watch you've been wearing.
2: Oh, I I do have a Casio. I found it at at Kmart actually (laughs) the other day I was, I was in back in Vegas and I, we were driving to the store, my girlfriend and I, and we were going to go to a Walgreens and right next to the Walgreens was a Kmart. And I said, no, 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 let's go in the Kmart instead. Because it probably has the same crap. And I haven't been in a Kmart since I was like six years old. So we went in the Kmart. No one was in the Kmart. I thought they closed Kmart's a while ago, but there was a Kmart. And uh, my girlfriend, yes, she lives in the ghetto. Okay, um, but we went to the Kmart, and when I was checking out, it was one of those, uh, you know, what, what is it? Uh, impulsive purchases. I saw it, the Casio. It was like eighteen ninety nine. I was like, yeah, I want an old school Casio watch.
0: Uh, we also got a twenty five dollar gift card to the NFL shop, a and finally, a pizza party. On the collective, we got to square up our pizza bets at some point. Maybe we'll do a Super Bowl recap with pizza bets because we might have some more coming Uh, up to twenty five dollars from the collective. So it is time for the grand prize winner. Drum roll, please! And it's the legend himself, T Park Two Sixteen. I mean, when you pick sixteen winners or fourteen winners in a twenty week season, and you get all those tickets. You become a favorite. And there it is. Somebody I hate
3: when the favorites all that win. stuff in
0: one drawing?
2: Yeah. That's savage. Yeah, just scooped. Scooped it he all. He earned it. Where know. have you been all podcast, Mo? <laughs> that was well, the whole idea of the uh, grand prize.
0: Originally, I thought we were divvying up all this stuff. Oh, me too. I thought we were going to be communists. Uh, but no, this is Trump's America. We're, uh, we're bundling all the prizes together. Rich are getting fatter, baby. So shout out to T-Park 216. Hopefully we'll be bigger and better next year from a what do you prize mean hopefully? standpoint. You know, who knows, man. Nuclear winner on the horizon just like the Super Bowl.
2: The only way we're not going to be bigger and better is if we don't exist because America's blown up. That's right.
0: Yeah. Didn't mo didn't mo say there's there's some kind of calculator for the world's end and it's never been higher. Isn't that isn't that correct, mo?
3: Yeah, I mean if nuclear winter happens, uh radio will still exist, right? So I mean, isn't that like kind of a thing?
0: Maybe uh like AM like in all those AM radio Post-apoc
3: shows, yeah. <laughs> we'll
0: have to get on terrestrial. Terrestrial? That's just, just as difficult difficult as disciple. <laughs> all right. Let's get on to Super Bowl 51 and we'll start with the props. I'm going to go in alphabetical order. We'll go serpentine, so uh the first one who do you think will score first and this is as much an odds game as it is a player game because if you want a certain player and their odds suck you might go elsewhere and so we'll start with Brett Brett who did you select to score first and why
1: I'm not gonna get cute with this one uh, garrett Blount has scored a touchdown in each of his last six games. He's got 18 touchdowns in total for the season. He's 8-1 to to score the first touchdown. He has the same odds as Julian Edelman, Chris Hogan, and Julio Jones, who have 19 touchdowns combined this season. So, the math says blunt and it's really not even close. So, I'm going to go with the goal line workhorse for the Patriots who I expect to score first anyway. So, uh, I'm going to take Garrett Blount. All right.
2: Boring,
0: he I know. Sucks. I was going just about to say Donnie's favorite patriot in a long that time. That guy is
2: a clown. Look
0: at Blount. A
2: clown everyone who falls into that, the end zone a lot. Everyone that thinks he's amazing in New England it can just suck it. I mean, he's <laughs> all he does is fall in from the one yard line, like Brett said. It's 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 a complete joke. The guy's not that good at being a running back at all.
0: Donnie going after his own fan base now.
2: <laughs> well, because New, New England fans are the worst. I mean, I'm bad, okay, I get it, but they don't have a clue.
0: All right, Donnie. Then tell us who you think is going to score first.
2: Black Unicorn Martellus wow. Bennett. What is he? I wrote it down somewhere. Uh, Twelve to one. Twelve to one. Yeah, sorry. Twelve to one. It's that that he's going to score first. He's going to be open. I, I don't. I just don't think anyone's going to be able to cover all the offensive weapons on the Patriots. I like. I don't know. I, I like the kind of the narrative of him being in his first Super Bowl and getting you know a touchdown and getting on the board that way. Um, I almost wanted with Malcolm Mitchell, but I'm not sure if he's going to be ready yet. He's a good bet, I think, too, at 18-1. to 1. I think the Patriots are keeping him under wraps um, after the Michael Floyd debacle a couple weeks ago.
0: Bennett led the pats and touchdowns in the regular season with seven. He caught a touchdown every 10 targets. And, and if you're betting this three. one,
2: you can also... Uh, yeah, it's true. Three? Yeah, but then he hasn't really done anything. No, that's what I'm saying. That's that's Brett's point. (laughs) It's yeah. It's whatever. He'll 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 show up. He needs to show up. How about that? But if you can, you can also bet this one with uh, the prop for Will Bennett score touchdown in the first half at plus three fifty.
0: What's uh? Just
2: just bet them both if you know if you believe he's going to score first.
0: What are Gronkowski's odds to score the first touchdown?
2: Five to Um, one. (laughs) No touchdown scored is five hundred to one.
0: Right, Mo, you snapped off those Black Unicorn odds really quick. You going in the same direction? Good read. Um, Actually, no, though,
3: but I looked really hard at Bennett. I ended up going with Devontae Freeman at plus 700. This is a fake line, though. I think he's plus 800 most places, or you might even be able to get a little better than that. I just figure uh, if anybody... He's going to score for the Falcons. It'll most likely be Devontae. His odds are the same as Julio's, even though he found the end zone a lot more this year. Uh, This prop, I'll be honest, I don't really like it for this game just because both teams are just so unpredictable on offense. They just both can hurt you so many different ways.
2: Uh, Yeah, but that's why it's fun.
3: I know. I kind of would prefer a long shot, but I don't really like any of the long shots that much. But uh, I did look and I do think
0: if you want to take a Patriot, I, my choice would be Bennett. Uh, oh, you Patriots teed, are such you, a crap shoot. But. You, you teed me up, man. That whole speech about unpredictability, both teams are wide open, really want to take a long shot. Well, then nut up and take a long shot. I got Damian, Danny Amendola, 25-1. to 1. He was third on the Pats in touchdown receptions this year. Scored four times. Just like you said, I think the game is going to be wide open on both sides of the ball. And a little birdie, I'm going to reference this man twice, uh, Michael Lombardi, said that the Patriots, if they win the coin toss, might, just like they did in the AFC title game, elect to receive, which is very unpatriot like
3: I was going to ask you guys if you guys knew uh, what the preference is for both teams on the on the toss because that kind of helps on this i
0: think i think they'll both receive i think they both i think pace is a key to this game for both teams and uh i think there's no better way to control the pace than having the football uh so i think if the pats win the toss they'll receive so maybe they'll score first and i'm gonna take the long shot i got danny Amendola. shouldn't he be like
1: 50 to 1 the guy gets two targets max per game he shows up in big spots that's right I mean, when it matters,
2: I, I was I was looking at Danny Amendola too, but I got a little bit iffy just about uh, his injury and how much he'll be active and that sort of thing. I think he'll be fine, but I just went with a little bit of what I think is a more safer bet, but less odds. So, when it matters, he's got the clutch That's right. gene.
3: That's right. Yeah. Where is Danny Amendola in the heart rankings? The heart rankings.
2: No, he doesn't have a lot of heart.
3: No, but, the uh, the Bennett thing. I, I think the reason I kind of shied away was uh, I think I would have to see him put in a full practice. Um, It says he was a limited participant yesterday. So keep an eye on his broken
2: bones in his foot.
3: Yeah. Keep an eye on the injury report there.
0: All right, let's get to the under and we'll swing back serpentine style. So I will go first and another little nugget from our friend Lombardi who has ties to the Patriots organization, worked with the Pats, knows Bill Belichick He believes that, unsurprisingly, the Pats will double Mr. Jones, Julio, Quinteris Jones, and then go elsewhere, man coverage or some version of that, Uh, but bracketing Julio. And furthermore, when Taylor Gabriel is on the field, that Malcolm Butler will match up with Gabriel. So I'm taking the under- On 50 yards for Gabriel. This is a suspect line because if you look at the box scores and his uh, his stats, uh, especially, I mean, he's crossed 50. Looks like I don't know, 75 percent of the time the last quarter of the season makes a lot of big plays, catches the ball near the line of scrimmage, and then makes a lot of people miss. But if they're going to use Butler on him, I mean, that's got to be the best cornerback that he's stood across the whole season obviously he'll be in motion a lot and maybe even out of the backfield so even you know butler might have some trouble on him but if the pats see him as that much of a threat i like the under on 50 yards scary thing is is he can uh cross that threshold with one catch so
3: i fired so many unders last year and then it just i just cleaned
0: up do you, do you have how did we do on these last year? Didn't we do this last year with the props? I don't know. I can listen back and tweet something out, but at this time I got nothing. Uh but Mo, keeping it with the unders. What's an under you like here? Uh well,
3: Donnie already teased it for me earlier. How bad is at Blunt? That guy is so bad. <laughs> I really like Blunt under 56 and a half. This is a fake line, too. We we're, were using uh, the Westgate's props, and um, I, all of the books I've seen have it at 60 and a half, although the under is like minus 130 or something. But, man, Deion Lewis, he's taken his job back. He's better at football. Uh, they gave Blunt 16 carries versus Pitt, he managed to rack up a total of 47 yards. He hasn't hit the 56-yard mark since week 13 against the Ravens. And uh, another reason I like under on Blunt is game flow in this game. Um, You know, the Patriots shouldn't be up big, obviously, if the line of three is any indication, which is when he would get his most work. So uh, as long as that line proves to be relatively accurate, I don't see him going over... 60 yards here. I hit this prop uh, the last time the Patriots were in the Super Bowl against um, the Hawks, and it came in pretty easily, and I'm sticking with it.
0: Yeah, this is a correlation play. If you like the Pats and you like the under, then you like Blount over yards and over carries, basically over everything. Uh, if you don't, then you're probably going the other direction. So probably a uh, an indicator of where Mo is leaning on the game itself there. DP, give us an
2: under. I mean, I'm the same as Mo. I was. I'm a. I'm a mad that he stole my thunder. Wow. So Garoppolo sucks. Under fifty-six and a half. Bet the house. That guy's a clown. So I mean, he might the, have eight carries. You think the Pats lose? The Pats aren't going to lose. Get out of here. <laughs> All right. I will say that there is an interesting stat that the Falcons are like six and zero when Julio Jones has less than fifty yards receiving, which is like insane. But okay, just wanted to throw that in there. All right. Brett, give us an under.
1: I am also taking the under under running back. Mine is Devontae Freeman, though, under 50 and a half. And if you're going to bet that, you might as well just fire the under 15 and a half, uh, 15 and a half longest rushing. Uh, I guess 15 and a half longest, longest rushing. Rush. Yeah, longest yeah. rush. Uh, the Pats elite at stopping the run. I don't expect pal Shanahan to test them early. Freeman only 42 yards and then 45 in the first two postseason games both of those came in positive game script i don't expect that to be the case here i've got well i tease it Uh, i don't think the falcons are gonna win this game so freeman probably gonna have to do most of his work in the passing game late with the falcons in negative game flow so uh, i've got freeman way under 50 and a half in this game
3: it's also just this is another fake line i think this one's like 54 and a half
0: now so even
3: better yeah
1: even better for me
0: yeah and shanahan is pretty sharp by all accounts, he's not just going to plunge into the line of scrimmage with Devonta if it's not working. So, yeah, I think this is one of those where I think you're going to clear it pretty easily either way. Either he's going to be way under or way over. Uh, and if you have a certain lean on the game, then yeah, I would I would go in the direction that you're going and take the under because again, I don't think Shanahan's going to pit hole himself into or pigeonhole himself into doing something that's not optimal. Uh, he's going to Get them out of the backfield and throw a little bit more. So, I like the lean. Now let's get an over the donk time. Uh, people love firing the over. This is this is where Vegas is going to make their money on Sunday, especially if they keep the game at three and get even action. Uh, they're just oh gonna,
3: god with this total too. Yeah, oh just, god, they're just
0: gonna clean up uh, on these over props. So let's try to uh, get through the sewage here and get some overs that might be sharp. Brett, lead us off. What you got?
1: Yeah, this is kind of a fun one. Uh, I'm I'm expecting the Patriots to force a punt on the Falcons' first possession, just like they did in 2015, just like they did in the 2012 Super Bowl. So I'm looking at the over on Matt Bosher's first punt of 45 and a half oh, yards. Wow, his average on the season 46.8. And if the if the Patriots do get an early stop on that first possession, I'm expecting uh, this to be a lock. 45 and a half so uh that's what i'm looking at for my favorite over sticking with the patriots defense shutting down the the falcons
0: brett colson with a kicker (laughs)
2: pro what are you doing (laughs) kick him off can you like mute him permanently (laughs) from your end
0: that's right uh it is indoors i'll give you that and it Basically, I see I like how everybody's doing this. The props are a correlation to what you think is going to happen in the game. It's it's basically like some people use them as hedges, right? Like, oh, I like a certain team, so I'm gonna bet a couple props the other way, uh, in order to hedge. Maybe some in some cases you can even middle. But I like Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You can try to get a middle. Yeah, but I like what Brett's doing here. Brett's Brett's you're just going all in. Like if you like a side and you like how a certain game flow might happen. Just fire everything in that correlation and hope that you just absolutely bank.
1: Yeah. And if you're in a prop contest, uh, like I was in last year, I had the the Broncos in the under last year and I just, all of my prop picks were just correlated with that. And I destroyed everyone Yeah, because it, the game played out exactly the way I expected it to. So, I mean, that's, that's the way to go, especially if all the money is up top in a prop contest like that, just fire, whatever you think is gonna happen
0: yeah it's like a gbp in daily fantasy you're either gonna finish first or you're gonna be smashed on ipas at halftime so uh
3: dp why not both yeah well there you go. i was just gonna say brett's gonna be smashed on <laughs> yeah, ipas either way.
0: regardless r.i.p liver uh dp give us an over
2: I got the uh, longest reception for Devontae Freeman over 12 and a half. Uh, this kind of goes along the lines of what uh, Brett was saying a little bit earlier. Was it Brett with the over under on Freeman? Yeah, welcome, welcome, yeah welcome, welcome to the show. Welcome Brett to the Brett
3: podcast. like Freeman on the ground and he likes him in the air. Welcome to the podcast, yeah. bro.
2: No, if, I couldn't remember if he said that or if you said that for some reason, Mo. but then I quickly remembered that Mo did uh, LeGarrette Blunt like I did because um, Moe is my disciple. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I just I think the Falcons are going to be throwing a lot, especially to the backs out of the backfield. Um, Twelve and a half for Freeman seems like a steal against the Patriots team who has one quality linebacker right now. So we'll see what happens, but I, I think this is a, a pretty easy bet to make. The day that Mo
0: is DP's disciple and puts butter in his coffee, that's when Nuclear Winner has hit us.
1: It's I think it's close. <laughs> It could happen on Sunday.
0: <laughs> Alright,
1: Mo. Give us an over.
3: I I didn't like any overs. Shocker, I know. Sharp. But, sharp. Too but, uh, sharp
1: for own good. There are a million props on this shit. You didn't like one? I didn't like I one mean, over.
0: There's one I kind of like. Didn't even like Luke hard. Bryant over the two minutes and seven and a half seconds. I think under is the
3: sharp play there. Everyone seems to be on over. <laughs> uh... There was one I kind of liked, but it's like a super square one, but I'm going with it anyway. Julio Jones, over six and a half catches. Um, this one has been steamed a little bit, opened at even money. It's now at minus 125. but I, I just think Julio should get there pretty easily in a game like this. I mean, look at the total. It's, you know, almost 60. Uh, he averages, over the past three years, a little over seven catches per game. Um, and I think he should be expected to have a little more in a game like this. Um, If the Pats do try to throw Malcolm Butler on him, he's their best corner, but I don't think he has much of a shot versus Julio. I mean, he's solid, but, you know, it's Julio. And overall, the Pats this year just haven't been that great versus uh, WR1s. I believe they ranked 20th in the NFL this year. So...
0: I think Julio should be able to get past six catches without too much trouble. I feel like I'm cheating a bit with my over. This is certainly a fake line. I don't know if you can get it anymore, but for some reason when the Westgate hung these, they put Tevin Coleman's rushing total at thirty five and a half. Uh he's eclipsed that in seven of his last nine games, and his total on Pinnacle currently is forty seven and a half, although there is a bit of steam on the under at minus one seventy eight. So I don't know if this line is available. It might have just been a mistake. I mean, so his total rushing yards is thirty five and a half, and his longest rush is thirteen and a half. Like that, that alone is an alarming ratio. So if you can if you can find a number like this, fire the over on Tevin Coleman. I mean, that's just you know two runs. Hold
3: on, I'm checking my outs for this kid. You're checking your outs, yeah. My places I can bet. Okay, I'm gonna see if this
0: line's real. Volume hasn't been bad. Sorry, Brett. Dermal over you. What you got there?
1: Yeah, his volume hasn't been bad. He's got 11 carries in each of the last two games. I think that I I like that one a lot better. Nine
3: and a half for for carries. Let's see. I'm seeing 37.5 at one book.
0: Fire it. What What did you say the line is, Rich? 35, 35 and, a and a half on the Westgate. And I'm seeing on Pinnacle right now, I'm seeing 47.5. So if you're Whoa. seeing 37. <laughs> yeah, but they have that massive juice on the under. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm seeing that same line somewhere else. All right. Fire so the over. Weird. Fire. Yeah. Fire the over on 35. I mean, think nine carries is. Like Just like you said, the total is nine carries. So they're projecting him to run three yards a carry? I mean, three and, a, three and change? 35 and a half just seems wrong. Fire the over. Take the over. All right. Our favorite prop bet for Super Bowl 51. A couple years ago, I can I cannot find it for the life of me, uh, when the Patriots played the Seahawks, same kind of deal with Brett. I had a feeling how that game was going to go, and one of the bets that I loved the most was there was adjusted lines uh, on certain players, so you could bet like that they would have an insane amount of receptions, and I had Shane Vereen more than 10 catches at like, I don't know, it was like 20 to 1, and at one point in that game, I think on one drive, Shane Vereen caught like three or four passes, because... The Hawks, their style of pass defense allows you to nick and dunk a little bit. And, you know, Brady will take what's there. I think Vereen ended up catching 12 balls in that game. And I kind of get the same sentiment. Although the Hawks don't have the same personnel, they play the same type of defense. So I see a ton of short completions by Brady in this game, whether or not they win or lose. So I I feel like this is stone-cold lock territory, guys. Dion Lewis over two receptions. How is the line two? This guy falls out of bed and gets two receptions. I just, I don't understand this. This line sh- to me should be like three or four. And uh, if he doesn't get two receptions or more, I will be absolutely stunned in this game. So Dion Lewis over two receptions. Uh, it's, up to minus 174 on Penny. So just fire it all on over two catches. Any objections
1: from the crowd? A that seems it like a, seems like a fair line.
0: No, I
3: like Deion Lewis a
0: lot in this game. Spoiler two, alert. Two catches. Oh. All right, Mo. You're up. What's your favorite prop bet for the Super Bowl?
3: Uh, once again, I'm going in the same direction I went last year. I actually made one of the biggest bets I've ever made on this prop last year and uh it did come through for me i don't remember if i talked about it on the pod i assume i did because i remember seeing this line and just being blown away last year it was curry points versus a total panthers points and it was like minus four and a half and it came in by a million even though it was it was against it was against the Thunder too, and he had a really poor game, scored like 26 points, which was poor by his standards last year. This year, uh, the line they're hanging at the Westgate is Curry minus two and a half against total first half points in the game, and this time Curry gets an even easier assignment against the Kings to go up against this one. You guys, the Kings sport Darren Collison and Taiwan Lawson at point guard. Uh, this the first half total for the game is 29, and it's Curry minus two and a half. So this one, once again, has everything to do with the range of outcomes. Rich, you always like to talk about the range of outcomes. The upward bound for Curry, it's it's points and assists. So the upward bound for this is like almost 50 like 45 to 50 is the upward bound if he's anywhere near that on the curve this is going to come in easily if he has a pretty poor game say like 22 and 6 you're still drawing live you just need under 26 and a half which you know yeah a lot of points are expected but that would still be a pretty high first half total by you know NFL standards so just the range of outcomes, you know, if he has a bad game, just like that one last year, you're still drawing really live. And if he has a really strong game, you've already got it in the bag. Uh, I love this prop again. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it because I think last year these clowns lost too much money at some of these books on this idiot cross sport against Curry line. <laughs> but if I can find it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to unload again.
0: The Patriots Super Bowls traditionally start slow as well. I mean, we're talking about average totals in the first quarter of like seven, right? We get some seven nothings. Some
2: Patriots have never scored a touchdown in the first quarter in the Brady-Belichick era in the Super Bowl. Yeah,
0: the traditionally very slow starts on both sides of the ball uh, when the Pats are in the Super Bowl. So if that remains true, then this Curry bet sounds even better. DP, what is your favorite prop?
2: I'm trusting the process with Joel Embiid. I'm taking Joel Embiid, points plus rebounds, plus six and a half, uh, versus distance of the first field goal made because kickers suck and they're going to have to get really close to make sure that they make field goals. The hell with that. Let's trust the process here. I, I like having fun with these 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 crazy props. You know, is Embiid suiting up, though? Why wouldn't he suit up? The game's not today. I
3: know, but he's missed like three games in a row or something.
2: Okay, well, if he doesn't play, then I won't be making the bet, Mo. How about that? All right. But this one just seems pretty easy. If he, I figure, you know, he's averaging 20 and 7, 20 and 8. Um, so, you know, you're getting plus six and a half. That's within the 34 yard field goal. I like it. I think it's good. You know, we get a lot of field goals within the 25 to 35 yard range. So I like my chances. I also think that both teams
0: are. I- I mean, I would hope so of Dan Quinn, just how good their offense is. Historically good. I think both teams are going for it on fourth and short in, like, medium field goal range. And also, I think both teams know that they're not going to win this game by kicking field goals. <laughs> Even though they both have they both have good place kickers. Also, hashtag Turf Twitter. According to Turf Twitter, uh, Energy Stadium's got some weird turf. Uh they installed new artificial turf this season just for the Super Bowl and apparently it's strange. Like it's not normal turf. I don't know if that's a good strange or a bad strange, but I've heard rumblings of the field being weird in Houston. So
1: Yeah I don't know what to do with that.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: <laughs> Maybe it sounds <you're> gonna... undery.
0: <laughs> it sounds weird. You know, you got people marching all over it, halftime show, you know. Yeah. Seems a bit weird. All right, Brett, round this off. What is your favorite Super Bowl prop?
1: Yeah, I also have a fun cross sport prop here. You guys know I'm a big hockey fan, and you also know that I despise place kickers. So the good old Westgate offering me a chance to tie both into a prop. Uh, the prop is who will have more Connor McDavid points, which is goals plus assists, versus Steven Goskowski field goals. Goskowski minus one and a half here. We got McDavid. And the Edmonton Oilers playing on the road Sunday afternoon against one of the league's best teams in Montreal. They only allow 2.08 goals per game at home this season. So McDavid's going to have a tough time finding the net there. And I like the Patriots to move the ball against the Falcons on Sunday. So I'm going to lay the half point confidently in the Polish robot. Uh, might only take one field goal to ship this one. And Guskowski should be able to drill a couple in the dome on Sunday. So really, really like this one.
0: Donnie, if I could tell you right now that Adam Vinatieri could kick for the Patriots instead of Goskowski on Sunday, would you take it?
2: Yeah. <laughs> of Let's course, go. right? He's the greatest. <laughs> yeah,
0: and Goskowski's malfunctioned a couple times this season. The, the Polish robot needs a uh,
2: and up- ever t- since he missed an extra point last year in Denver, hasn't been the same. He's he was DDoS attacked.
0: Needs a refresher. Get the you know the Patriots have a tech team. He, what are the odds the Patriots have already done what the Cardinals were just convicted of doing against the Strows where they were hacking player personnel databases? That has to have happened, right?
1: It's happening right now.
0: <laughs> I mean, it would make yeah. sense that how they get all these guys off of uh, scrap heaps and turn them into all pro players. Because, you know... It can't be Belichick. Can't be that good, right? Can't be that. Yeah, again.: can't,
2: can't be that goat. It's Ernie.
0: He is pretty good. <laughs> Ernie.
2: It's Dante Scarnecchia. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right.
2: Hashtags. Did you know that Dante Scarnecchia's son no, is on the know. Falcons? More Scarnecchia. That, that's actually kind of cool. And he's the guy, but he's the guy who was caught like taping all the games. Wait a Which minute. Which is interesting to me.
0: Oh, so he's on the personnel team for the Falcons? Like he's a coach?
2: Yeah. The, yeah. I, I can't remember exactly what I heard. I have to look it up. But yeah, he's basically he's on, on the Falcons now. But he was involved in Spygate, right? And then he got kicked out the Patriots because of that. And then he ended up going to Denver with McDaniels. And they got in trouble there for for taping teams if for under Skarnacki's son again. Now he's with the Falcons. So... Wow, As a winner. So he could either be taping the Patriots for the Falcons or he could be doing his data solid. Yeah, yes. I don't, you know, I kind of like to say that I'm the bloodline blood blood here.
3: I'm about to unload on the Falcons <laughs> if this guy's on the <laughs> sideline.
0: Steve, there he is, Steve Skarnecki, assistant to the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. I yeah, exactly.
3: don't even give him a real title because they know
0: he's he, there to tape that's, other teams. That's right. He's really the director of photography for the Atlanta Falcons. What an amazing... That's amazing. What a great development. Great little nugget. See, WEI is good for something,
2: finally. Okay, I listened to 98.5 The Sports have not <laughs> WEI.
0: I knew that came from some special Boston radio station. Uh, all right, let's get to the game itself. And for this one... I will give the honor to those that had a better record for the season. So Mo at 54.71%. You get to tee things off. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? What's the score going to be? And who is your MVP?
3: Falcons outright. 30-27. to 27. They're going to beat the Patriots. Uh, the Patriots used to beating up on all these patsies. And then played against the Steelers, who, by the way, I am holding a serious grudge against Mike Tomlin now. Some of us bet the Steelers, Mike. So when you don't tell us that your best player is hurt, it fucks
2: us. What was that? Honestly, what was that? I mean, listen, it had nothing to do with Bell. Get out of here.
3: I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna lose probably, but maybe I don't bet my six and a half. You know, I mean, what's going
2: on here? He could have told you that he was gonna rush two and sit in soft zone the whole time against Brady. That'll work too. Yeah. What? Yeah.
0: Needed coaches numbers. What was that sink into Tampa two for sixty minutes thing? What? Like, they put no game plan and on defense. I was gonna play zone. Might not work. We're not going to make any changes. We're just going to let them shred us the entire game. Yeah,
3: you're playing against a goat scheme. I mean, Brady, he can't throw the ball more than 10 yards unless he has time to completely set both feet. Like, you have to get a hand in his face and make him uncomfortable. That's when his accuracy wavers.
2: They could have also covered Chris Hogan, which they neglected to do all game.
3: Well, this is a problem in the past for the Steelers. I'll never forget uh which which game was it? Earlier was it early this year or early last year where they played? It might have been the first game last year where they just didn't cover Gronk.
2: Yeah, first they game just, last
1: year after the yeah. Patriots won the Super Bowl. Yeah, he scored three touchdowns.
0: They
3: just didn't cover Gronk.
0: Yeah, on that so. one on that one play where Gronk lined up on the right hand side. Nobody was covering him on like a twenty, thirty yard touchdown.
3: People who think Mike Tomlin is a good coach. And uh, I've talked to my cousin about this. He is a Steelers fan, and he thinks Mike Tomlin is a good coach. He's not a good coach. Not a clue, you guys. Anyways, so Falcons. I like the Falcons to win. Um, I think this offense is just so much better than even a lot of people realize. I mean, it's not just really, really good. It's been one of the best offenses in NFL history, and... I think, man, and this finally, this is finally, we we get a coaching staff with a brain. Uh, the Falcons have really impressed me all year, their staff, and uh, I've I've actually been pretty impressed with Quinn since last year. And then Shanahan obviously was just great this year. He was the talk of the town in the NFL, uh, coaching wise. So uh, finally, I hope we get a coaching staff that doesn't just get circles coached around them by Belichick. And then as far as MVP goes though, I, I like Deion Lewis. Uh 25 to one. Um obviously he's not going to win unless the Patriots win. But I still think the chances are there at 25 to 1. Your odds are just so good. Because if the Patriots do win, uh the the his style of play is just so um it just really lends itself to like something like MVP because you know he can make plays in a kick return game and a lot of his touchdowns are longer touchdowns. Uh, and those are the type of plays that like stick in the mind of people and um, really stand out. So like when you're voting for MVP, you're thinking of, okay, what was the big plays? Uh, if Lewis has a big game, you know, it's probably gonna be a couple long touchdowns. and if that happens, You know, I see a lot of votes swinging his way. Uh, A two-touchdown game, at least one of them's a big play or a special teams play. Uh, You're getting twenty-five to one here. I think it's just a really good price.
2: All right, DP,
0: you're up. Give us your spiel.
2: Patriots are going to win. I mean, I have it thirty-one seventeen. You know, Belichick is going to do what he does. He's going to shut down. The other team's best weapon. In this case, it's the entire uh, Falcons' offense. But but I, I trust Belichick. I mean, I think that you guys have become well aware of that. Um, and and uh, you know, to a large extent, I think that you guys also trust Bill Belichick. Um, so, in the past seven meetings in the Super Bowl of the number one scoring offense versus the number one scoring defense, the number one scoring defense has won six of them. Okay, and uh, I just I just can't see you know tom brady not rising to the occasion and uh just you know winning his fifth super bowl putting all the deflate gate stuff behind him you got the whole thing about his mom coming into play now and being sick for the past 18 months and it just you know it seems almost too good to be true to be set up for this storybook ending and Yeah, I also have Tom Brady going off as a MVP. I mean, he's the odds-on favorite to win the MVP, but if the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl in the the fashion that I think that they're going to win the Super Bowl, I don't see anyone else um, winning MVP. Uh, You can't give it to Bill Belichick, so you got to give it to Tom Brady. And I'm also going to say that after Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl, he's going to retire.
3: Goliath Goliath gets the storybook ending in this thread. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: The, the the loving Goliath. Everybody's rooting for him. All right. Bert Minotti, give us your Pat's take.
1: Yeah, you can look at all the matchups you want in this game. Does Atlanta look better on paper? Yeah. Do they look better on film? Yeah. This is the most explosive offense the league has seen in years. But, as always, and as Donnie said, Belichick is the difference maker here. He's the best in the league maybe ever at identifying his players' strengths and game planning around those strengths. And the Pats are going to be more prepared than Atlanta in this game. That's not even a debate. They're just going to be more prepared. That's why the Patriots are favored, and that's why they're going to win this game. I think it'll be close, especially in the first half, but I think the Patriots' defense gets more stops against a quarterback and Matt Ryan playing by far the biggest game of his career. Uh, my bold call here is that a pick six is going to seal it for New England when Atlanta's in negative game flow and trying to play catch up, and the Patriots get a cover. I've got the I got the Pats winning thirty to seventeen. Uh, as far as MVP, I think the defense is going to stand out for the Patriots in this game. I'm going to go with Malcolm Butler at eighty to one. He's already been a Super Bowl hero, so he's on everyone's radar. He's the biggest star on this defense. So if he makes a play or two like Von Miller did last year and uh, plays a part in shutting down this historic offense. I could see Butler sneaking away with an MVP trophy. I love the odds there. It needed a one-two. So that's that's how I'm looking at this game. I think the Patriots' defense really steps up.
0: You know if he makes a key interception like that, Narrative Street is going to come flying into play because, exactly. of, that, because of that goal line uh, play that he made against clutch the Jean. Hawks. Yeah, hashtag clutch gene. Where's Skip at? The fastest-growing clutch gene in America, Malcolm Butler. All right, I'm going to split this one right down the middle. uh, And I'm going to give a shout out to our friends in the Illuminati. Are they our friends? They were not our friends. They They were not our friends this season. Uh, But 67% of the public is on the Patriots. Uh, The money is probably a little more even because some of the larger bets have come in on Atlanta. Bob Scucci, bookmaker for all the Boyd property, said that the largest bet that they've taken at the Orleans specifically is $80,000 from a quote-unquote sharp better on the Falcons plus the three. In the range of, you talked about uh, my favorite term, the range of outcomes earlier. I think this game is pretty wide open in terms of what can happen. There are very few outcomes that will legitimately shock me uh, come, what, 10 o'clock Eastern time, 11 o'clock Eastern time on Sunday. Uh, I do like the correlation of the total for both sides. This reminds me of the Packers Cowboys game a couple of weeks ago. If you like the Patriots, parlay them with the under. If you like the Falcons, parlay them with the over. And I'm going to take the offense in this spot and take the Falcons plus the three. And in my range of outcome for this podcast, uh, I think it's going to be a roll show. Uh, I like Atlanta 41-21. to 21. Uh, I, think, I think the Patriots, it, it's such a hard... It's difficult to quantify their defense, right? Because you want to look at that scoring number, number one in the league in scoring defense, and give them credit uh, for playing so well in the red zone. Uh, but I just can't, I can't ignore the fact that they do gives up, give up chunks of yards between the ton- 20s. And I, I don't know if that's a skill or not, getting better in the red zone, or if it's just a variance thing. I, I, I don't know. Um, but I also know for a fact that this Patriots defense has not (laughs) played an offense that's even close to as good as Atlanta. Maybe the couple of minutes where Le'Veon Bell was playing on Sunday, uh, they were in the neighborhood, but now we're coming out and seeing that Bell was hurt. And we know the home road splits for Ben Roethlisberger are a real thing. If this was an outdoor game, if this was weirdly in some paradox played in New England, I would lay like seven and a half with New England. Uh but I love that it's indoors. I love how diverse the Falcons offense is so that Bill Belichick, yeah, he might be able to take away the quote-unquote big weapon in Julio Jones, but there's so many dangerous guys on that offense that I don't know where else the Patriots can key in on. So, uh and then of course there's Dan Quinn. Uh, obviously Belichick has the advantage. Pats will probably be more prepared uh but you know Quinn's coached the defense that's played in the last three or four Super Bowls so he knows what he's doing and I think the Falcons defense has definitely progressed in the playoffs so I like the Falcons 21 uh 41 21 and give me Matt Ryan for MVP plus 160 hate the number but they just give the quarterbacks MVP
3: those are you can get value on these other guys though I know uh I was just going to say, uh, you, you can, I just wanted to let you know and you, you and your followers, anyone who thinks that the Falcons might win big here, you can get 15 to 1 on Falcons win by 20, 17 to
1: 20.
2: So. Mm. Don't do that. Mm. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, what do you roll show? Get out of here. That's not happening.
0: You don't, you, you don't see in any range of outcome the Falcons rolling here.
2: No, I don't. No, not honestly. at all. Unless the Patriots' bus crashes on the way to the stadium. <laughs> I don't know. I, I
0: don't. When was f- the
1: last time the Patriots got rolled with Brady?
0: When was the last time the Patriots played a team with the best offense historically yeah, in the league?
1: Their defense ranks, what, 27th? Their defense is abysmal.
2: Oh, for sure. The- and it's in a defense that Patriots and Tom Brady have shredded in the past.
0: Mm, they didn't really shred them this year. What do you I mean, mean they didn't shred they shredded, the, they shredded
2: those styles. They, sh- they shredded the, the Seattle defense when they played them in the Super Bowl. The, Seattle couldn't really stop them, and then Brady threw that one horrible shredded pick that was on Seattle him. Seattle
0: for 21 Br- points Bra- or Br- Brady scored through zero touchdowns this year at home against Seattle. They,
2: well, with, how many points did they have? Moved with, up and down the field pretty easily. With Gronk. I'm just, I'm just saying man you're just uh, it's fine you can think roll show all you want but that's not happening so there's no shot roll show happening and even if the Patriots let's say the Patriots only score 20 points Rich how on earth are the Falcons going to score 41 on Bill Belichick's defense because
0: Bill Belichick doesn't have very good players
2: when they have no idea what they're in store for this game they've never been to the Super Bowl Matt Ryan notoriously craps his fucking pants stop. I mean come on man stop isn't his nickname Ice? I yeah. I, yeah, his nickname's Ice. Great, yeah. cool.
3: I, I don't Rich, think I don't, these <laughs> steaks are gonna taste so good. Oh yeah, that's right.
0: Uh, we have uh, we we pretty much knew we were gonna go right down the middle. So we've got a dinner on the line. If the Falcons can we go, Mo? I'm willing to go just straight up here because a push would be the worst scenario, right? A push would be a tough scenario. I mean, what are we gonna do? Split a steak? dinner four ways go dutch
3: i'm a, we could uh we could take two and a half and just be
0: <laughs> just completely idiotic mo, mo looking for the edge how's that an edge oh yeah two and a half that's right it's just, uh, giving up the edge all right i'll take two and a half if if the the pat supporters
2: are okay with that yes let's go give me let's whatever get out of your role show you are a clown now i'm nervous the Falcons right, have then. no idea what's in store for them in the Super Bowl. Yeah, a, a lot in of... In terms of like what the Super Bowl actually is, a lot of that's y- going to be the biggest issue.
0: A lot of yards and a lot of points, that's what's in store for them. All right.
2: Fine. This game is unlike any other, and I, you have to go with the experience in this case. I don't see how you don't.
0: I mean, how many of these Patriots played in the previous Super Bowl? Like 20 of them. Yeah, so less than half. Like, I don't know. It's And, well, and, and Dan Quinn has played
2: They in, are actually on the field and play significant roles.
0: A, a lot on defense, probably.
2: Flowers, branch. That's what I mean. I'm saying a lot of the people that played are, are you know, are going to be a lot of the people that played in past Super Bowls are the ones that are play significant roles on the actual field, as opposed to sitting on the sidelines and doing nothing. Mm-hmm. People that like, you know, Like, you're 52nd person on the roster that you just trade in and out every year. It doesn't matter.
0: I mean, pretty much the entire D-line for the Patriots (laughs) wasn't there last time. Nikovic is the only one. I don't know. And Quinn Quinn just coached three teams in the Super Bowl. Or two teams in the Super Bowl. So, if anything, he knows how to prepare his guys and tell them what to do and how to prepare and get ready for the game. So, I don't think that's as much of a thing. So, to recap, both Donnie and Brett... Are laying the three with the Patriots, they both picked very similar scores. Donnie thirty-one to seventeen, and Brett thirty to seventeen. Mo and I are both on the Falcons outright. Mo thinks it's going to be a little closer, thirty to twenty-seven. I think it's going to be a total roll show, forty-one twenty-one. And that's it. That's the season. You guys have any lasting words? So we get, maybe we'll do a recap. I don't know. We'll figure it out.
1: If Brady wins this like forty to 50, forty to seventeen, is he the goat?
0: No, it's Rich? one game. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. What if a cornerback? What if a yes? Cor- what if a cornerback falls down and somebody? Malcolm Mitchell just scampers wide open just because you, see that Steelers you cannot
2: thing? deny if Brady wins this title. He is the great. He has had the greatest quarterbacking career of all time. You no, cannot no. deny that. So that's different. That is different.
0: Yes, of course. He's had the greatest quarterbacking career of all time. That does not make him the greatest.
2: He's the greatest you quarterback. As far those, as I'm concerned those things you see
3: that Steelers game. Tom Brady is considered good because he was standing in those
0: pockets, chucking to those receivers. <laughs> what did you say about the pockets? He, he uncovered what's the what's reference just, you made about the pockets? He, you called them 2005 USC pockets?
3: Yeah, old Matt Leinart pockets where the line would just uh, clear both sides and he would just kind of be standing like a seven-on-seven seven drill surveying the field. That was ridiculous. That's Brady's considered good because he does
0: that. Anybody could do that. <laughs> my friend could do that off the couch. Yeah, I think that's the biggest distinction that people... Maybe that's it. Maybe that's why everyone thinks I'm crazy when I'm saying Rodgers is the GOAT. Of course Brady's had the greatest career. Uh, that, disputing that would be stupid. But greatest as a player, like if I were to take one person and make them my quarterback, that's different. I would take Mr. Rodgers. Those things are distinct.
2: That that's fine. I could narrow it down as as small of a possible of a window too, and pick the best absolute thing. But when you talk about consistency over a long period of time, Aaron Rodgers has failed to prove that. I'm sorry, failed at QB. He's playing better right now or this season. You know, towards the end, he was playing absolutely lights out. I will totally give the nod at the time to Aaron Rodgers, but he hasn't proven that he can do that sort of thing over the course of his career to the level that Tom Brady has. That's more McCarthy than him.
0: Yeah, we're forgetting in this equation that Brady has the GOAT coach. Yeah. <laughs> all right, follow these guys on Twitter, at Brett Colson, C-O-L-L-S-O-N, at Donnie underscore Peters, at Mo Nuara, N-U-W-W-A-R-A-H, and I'm at Rich T. Ryan. Enjoy Super Bowl 51. Best of luck on all of your gambling ventures. Thanks for listening all season. Thanks for your bets. Thanks for your picks. See you later. He's out.